Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. My previous biggest month was $145,783. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon private label and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, I was just looking for a brand new audio system for my entertainment room. And while I was researching that and purchasing that, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So this podcast is gonna be my earnings podcast. The earnings for November, and I'm also gonna be talking about what happened in November. Now, I haven't done one of these in a while, and let me explain why. For those of you that follow my podcast on a regular basis, you know that I'm super busy, right? I dabble in a lot of different things. First of all, I have the podcast, and I have our Facebook group, the FBA High Rollers, right? So we have over 13,000 people in there. I try to be active as much as possible, and I'm trying to do the podcast. So that takes up a lot of time. In fact, for many podcasters, that's their full-time gig. That's what they do, right? For me, I'm also a private label seller. So I manufacture, I create, I sell products, and I'm always trying to grow this business. And especially now with Q4, it's gotten really crazy busy. So that in itself is another full-time business, right? but that's not where it ends. I also have the Helium 10 software suite at helium10.com. That's the software tools for Amazon sellers that I've been building and putting out for a while now. And we're continuing to enhance, add new value to it, make it better all the time. So that's taking up a lot of my time. So that in itself is also another full-time business. So in addition to all of this, there's marketing, there's listening to other people's podcasts and other training and, and whatever it is that I need to do in order to stay on top of my game, right? I want to make sure that I'm always on the cutting edge of whatever technologies out there, whatever new strategies are being discussed or talked about or are working, and it just takes a lot of time. So that said, I just haven't had enough time in a given day or even in a given week or month to do all the things that I want to do, right? So not all the podcasts that I want to do have been put out or have even been created. I haven't done a lot of the expansion into the FBA business that I wanted to do, right? I was hoping to um, expand a little bit more. But anyways, I I am now doing this. I'm going to put out the earnings for November. I'm going to make this public here for everybody to see. And as you guys know, these are real numbers. I don't sugarcoat anything. I don't claim 70% profit margins. I tell it how it is. So I'm going to tell you what I I did last month. I'm going to compare that to uh, previous earnings. I'm also super excited to tell you that one year has finally gone by. I hit my one year mark. So I started back in December uh, of last year. And as of December 1st of this year, I hit my 12-month mark. So we're going to talk about my total 12-month revenue earnings. And then we'll talk about a lot of cool things that, uh, that have happened in November. So stay tuned. So let's talk about where I'm at, okay? So 
as of right now, let's talk about the one year in business, okay? I started December 1st, through De so December 1st of last year to December 1st of this year. My total earnings are 1.3 million. So it's $1,349,993. So I am thrilled with that. If you guys remember episode number one, I said that I wanted to shoot for a goal of a quarter million dollars by the end of 2017. And we still have one more month till the end of 2017. That will technically be 13 months, but that was a goal that I had mentioned back in episode one, which was, hey, by the end of 2016, sorry, I kept saying 2017, the end of 2016, I want to uh, hit a quarter million dollars. The really cool thing is that now, obviously I've grown, I've learned, and I'm applying a lot of different strategies and, and checking uh, you know, what works and what doesn't and testing new things, but now, my goal for the month of December alone, just for December, this December, right, this month, I wanna hit a quarter million dollars, just for December. So my goal when I first started of hitting a quarter million dollars for the entire year is now gonna be my goal just for this one month. So I don't know if I'm gonna hit it. I expect that this is going to be my biggest month by far, barring any kind of catastrophic events that happen. Um, and you never know with Amazon, right? But that's my yearly numbers, guys. Um, I don't have the, I didn't break down the profit levels and everything on the one year. Um, I added this at the last minute because I just realized as I was doing the podcast, I'm like, oh man, it's been one year. But I, I'm gonna break down everything for, for November. Um, that'll be a little bit more, uh, everything will make more sense when we're doing just the one month. So let's talk about November, okay? Last December, okay, I made $75,710. That was my first month. So that was my biggest month for a long time. Okay, this month, or I should say November, the last month, we just finished that, I had made $168,519.79. Okay, so that far eclipsed my, well, my, my debut month, okay, December of last year, which obviously December is always an inflated month. It's always good, right? You always make a lot of money because of all the, the Christmas sales. So um, prior to December, or sorry, prior to November, um, at $168,000, my previous biggest month was $145,783, okay? So I, I eclipsed that, not by a lot, but by what, about 20, I'm looking at the number, like $21,000, almost $22,000, um, but it still was my biggest month. It's made up of 4,853 units of product ordered, okay? So almost 5,000 units make up that 168,000. And uh, that's an average of about $40.19 per order. All right, so I've had 20 promo codes that were used last month, okay? And this was only used to, to do a quick liquidation test. I wanted to test some things out, so I did some promos. So not a lot there. Of the 4,853 units, that were sold, I had a total of 80 refunds, eight zero, 80 refunds. So that's just under uh, just under 2%. So not too bad, I keep it uh, relatively low. My advertising through sponsored ads has been really low as of late, okay? I'm positioned pretty decently organically for my best-selling products, and I'm gonna be working a little bit harder to get better positioning for some of my other brands, okay? So my advertising hasn't been too bad. I'm gonna actually post uh, an online blog or a, an article on the blog over at helium10.com slash blog um, that shows screenshots and breaks everything down. So some of the stuff that I'm not mentioning here will be on that, that particular post. But my shipping costs for November were definitely way higher than normal, 
right? Because I like to uh, ship things by sea, but because of Christmas and because of uh, the way the finances came in and the way it worked, I had to rush a lot of the inventory uh, during the second half of November. So that drove my, my unit costs way up, okay? Way higher than they should have been. So overall margins, right? How much profit was in there? My overall margin at the end of everything was 25% on the money. So of the $168,519, I get to put about 42,600 or so in my pocket. That's pre-tax, so to speak, right? So $42,000, that's not bad. That's a pretty solid month. Let's break this down even further, guys. I have four brands right now, okay? That's what I have. I had a fifth brand way back. Um, that was my very first product that I started that that failed. You guys have heard about that in previous podcasts. If not, you can go check those out. But uh, as of right now, I have four brands and one of those uh, four I am gonna be phasing out, okay? I like the name of this this one that I'm phasing out. I really, I really like it actually. But the products that are in this particular brand, there's two of them, um, they're weak and have been, um, that market has been inundated with other sellers like crazy. And there's not much I can do to differentiate these products. And there's actually, this is a big one, there's actually a legal case um, at the moment that depending on how it goes, it's gonna disrupt this whole market. So I'm getting out now. It's kind of a, a, price, a price war, right? Everybody's racing to the bottom with their prices and I just don't wanna be there. And I actually use this product or one of the products to get approved over at Bender Express just to kind of you know get in there and use their services. So we'll be talking about that um, at a different time. But in terms of pushing products out, I really only have three brands that I work on now. So I wanna make that clear, three solid brands. As is normal with me, let's break it down even further, guys, right? I always like to do that. I wanna be transparent with you guys. There's a lot of people out there that teach, that sell, that do whatever it is that they do, and um, they, they got lucky, right? They have that one, that one hit wonder, that product that just crushes it. They are, or they were um, on Amazon at the right time, Right, to, to just crush it, but you guys know it's tough out there. So you gotta, you gotta diversify typically, at least uh, I do. So what I have right now is I have 59% of my orders coming from one brand, okay? While the other two brands make up 41% of the revenue. So I'm working on this guys. I wanna spread this out more evenly. I don't like that almost 60% of my revenue on Amazon is coming from this one brand, but it is the one brand that I had mentioned uh, back in very early podcasts that I was planning to sell um, in 2017. So I guess on, on that front, it's cool, right? So I'm, I'm driving up that value and uh, I'm looking to, to exit with that brand sometime in 2017. At least that's the plan. We'll see how things go. Um, I've added three new products to one of the smaller brands for December, right? I'm recording this now in the beginning portion of December and I have one more SKU uh, coming for sure. It's probably gonna be January. Uh, well, actually, for sure, it's going to be January at this point because of all the, the shipping delays and everything that's going on with, with the holidays. And maybe four to six more uh, new SKUs if a new sample works out. So I'm waiting for my supplier to send me um, these new samples. And if they're as good as I think they're going to be, um, those will go into the uh, the mix, right? And I'll, I'll be probably selling those after the Chinese New Year. So I'm guessing sometime in February is when when I'd be able to do it. I'd probably have them start uh, manufacturing it though later this month. But anyways, like I said, I'm waiting on it to arrive next week and then I'll, I'll know a little bit more. For my big brand, I have one new product that will be added this month, 
okay? But it's not gonna arrive until January. So what I mean by adding it is I added it to my account. Um, it's in there. Uh, we've got a uh, an order placed, right? It, we're just waiting for it to be finished, but it's not gonna be ready until later this month in December and shipped out uh, hopefully about a week before everybody closes down in China for the new year. Uh, it'll be put on a boat and sent out here. So uh, that's gonna be pretty awesome. I can't wait for that to arrive. And like I said, it should probably be here sometime in January. Um, let's talk about some other details. My feedback rate, okay, um, is about 2.91%. What do I mean by, by the feedback rating, or sorry, the feedback rate? Um, this is how many people or how many of my customers are actually leaving me a feedback rating, right? A seller, uh, seller feedback. So just under, what, one out of every 30 people or so um, that buy from me have left me feedback. So that's not bad, right? You know, 3%, but it's not great. It's 2.91% to be, be exact. Um, I've been nearly double this, this rate in previous months. Okay, I've been close to 6%. Right now it's down, I'm guessing probably because so many people are hitting their users super hard for reviews right now, ever since Amazon banned incentivized reviews. I'm guessing that's why it's down. It's also, uh, oh, oh, now that I think about it, um, it's probably due in part because November just ended, right? If November just ended, you still have people that are in the follow-up queue, right? So I don't send stuff uh, to some people until up to about 10 days later. So um, it's not gonna be until, like people that bought November, the end of November, probably aren't gonna be getting some of the emails until next week, right? Does that make sense? Pretty low in terms of feedback. August was my previous lowest feedback rate percentage prior to this month. It was at 3.7% and right now I'm at 2.91%. In regards to emails that I send out, I guess I might as well talk about that since I just mentioned what my feedback rates are. I typically send out three emails per purchase. Now, I flip-flop on this. Sometimes I do two, um, usually I do three. And depending on when you ask me and what's going on, my, my, uh, my answer is gonna change, okay? It, it, nothing is static, everything is always moving and changing. So, but guys, I've done this 20 different ways. Uh, but one of the most common for me, uh, for the majority of my products is that the first email is sent a couple days after the product is received by that customer, okay? There's no pitch in that email, none, okay? It's just super short and I just try to create dialogue with them um, and try to get them to respond, all right? So it's basically, hey, I hope you receive the product. Um, let me know if there's a problem um, and if you feel that my product is anything less than a five-star product or something like that. You know, just hit reply. Super, super short. And I don't ask for any kind of reviews. That's usually sent, uh, that's the first one, sent um, usually two to three days after the product uh, arrives. And then the next email is about five days after the delivery. And that's where I'm gonna be asking for a review. And sometimes I flip it. Sometimes I ask for seller feedback first and then later on I ask for a review. So I test things differently. After that, um, on about day 10, uh, and, I, and I vary this between day seven and day 10, I'll ask for the uh, final uh, seller feedback or the review, depending on which one I sent earlier. But it, that's, it's a 10-day process. I don't hit them too quickly, and everything's always really short, and it always looks super personal, right? It looks like I literally just got on there and typed the message. It's not this really long email with all these crazy hyperlinks. Um, it's short. It's to the point, and I'll even sometimes add uh, something to the bottom, you know, something like sent from my iPhone, or you know, something that looks like I just typed it out right there with my thumbs while I was uh, having a coffee. So that's what I do there, guys. Um, tools that I use, you guys know, I'm a big fan of using tools and services that save 
a lot of time, right? When it comes to keyword research, guys, I'm using a beta version of the new Helium 10 keyword tool. That one's called Magnet. Um, you guys are using an older version right now. Uh, the new version should be out to paid members sometime by the end of December. Um, research tools, guys, I use a combination of tools because they all pick up something different typically, right? Slightly different in terms of the numbers that they show. Um, we have our own internal tool for researching. It's not available, um, but we also use Jungle Scout, which all of you guys can, uh, can download, of course. And uh, I think when you use multiple tools, right, there's several of them out there, you start to get a range. You start to get a feel for what that product does in a monthly, uh, in a given month. So um, check those out. Scribbles, guys, again, going back to Helium 10, I, it's, I designed Helium 10 for myself, so I'm gonna keep going back to that. But Scribbles, I use it for all my listings. And guys, Scribbles is free, right? Go to helium10.com, sign up if you're not already a member. I mean, you should, at the very least, if you're listening to this podcast, go to helium10.com and sign up for free, okay? Because you can use the free tools. There's several of them, and Scribbles is one of them. And a lot of people have said that Scribbles is actually one of our best tools and it shouldn't be free. So uh, check it out while it is free. AMS, guys, Amazon Marketing Services, I use that now. I just uh, just started getting into it. I know I've been talking about it and I've interviewed people that do it, but I've been so busy, like I said earlier in the podcast, that I haven't had a chance to really go in and sign up for uh, Vendor Express and do all the cool things that you can do with AMS. So that was something that I did in November and um, it's awesome, right? And we covered AMS in detail in previous podcasts. Um, one of the podcasts I think that uh, we covered it the most in, I, well, actually, I should back up the, the podcast where it was first mentioned um, in detail was the one I did with Matt Clark. So check that one out. And then we went into even more detail um, in episode number 77 with Mike McClary, who's actually done a whole course on how to, uh, how to sign up for Vendor Express and how to set everything up appropriately, right? What else have I done? Um, in November, I finally got around to making sure one of my biggest suppliers credits me for every single one of my customer returns on a particular product that they make for us where the product was returned because the customer says it was not working or it was damaged, something like that, right? I don't charge my suppliers for any kind of returns where the customer says they didn't like it. But if it's defective in any way, I'm spending so much money with my suppliers that I require that they credit me those number of units. So, and I hadn't been doing this in a while. We've been accumulating it. Um, we've done it with other people, but we haven't done it with this particular supplier. And it was, you know, several hundred units. So they, at first they were like, well, no, we can only do one third of the units. And I was like, no, you're going to, you're going to do them all. You know, we're not paying for defective stuff. So, uh, you know, they had to talk to their boss and then they got it approved. So let's talk about some more data, some different numbers here. Um, previously, my biggest day ever in sales was September 1st, okay? Back in September 1st, not too long ago, I had a lightning deal, and that day my sales went through the roof. They went from about $4,400 the previous day to a new record for me, which was $14,301, right? That's huge, it's like a $10,000 extra day on, on top of what I normally make. But this month, right, November, was the first day that I ever, sorry, I shouldn't say this month, but we're, we're in December now. <laughs> November was the first month where I had a day that I actually hit $25,000 in one day. 25,000, it was huge. And guys, there were no sales, no lightning deals or anything. 
That was, of course, on Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday was ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, so many people that were uh, talking about this in our FBA high rollers group um, said they were just crushing it. Um, uh, what is it? Um, Black Friday, right? The day after Thanksgiving here in the U.S. was huge as well, but it was, uh, was smaller by quite a bit than Cyber Monday. I was really surprised. Again, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be posting a very detailed report on all this stuff, breaking things down even more so than I do in this podcast uh, in a blog post. Um, and again, that's going to be over at helium10.com forward slash blog. So definitely check that out. You should see that up by the time this podcast airs. I want to talk about all the things that happened in November because there was a lot, a lot of cool stuff that happened. I know one of the things, actually, um, I brought my brother over from the merch side, right? He was handling all the merch business and, you know, that that was growing. It's always growing. Um, like right now, we haven't done anything to the merch side at all. And if you're not familiar with merch, you know, that's that's Amazon's, uh, that's merch by Amazon. It's a, a system where you can sell uh, on demand or print on demand products. Uh, right now, it's shirts. And we make, um, I think we're going to, in the last seven days, we made like $2,000 in profit. And it's on autopilot. Amazon handles everything. There's no inventory. There's no no cost for us or anything like that because we're not designing any new shirts or anything right now. So my brother Mike has come over to, uh, to help me with the FBA side of stuff. So we put all of the merch stuff on hold uh, for Q4 while he helps me with uh, expansion of the private label business. So we're going to be doing that. There's you know a, a much bigger upside to expanding that than there is with the merch program right now and the merch program isn't going anywhere it's it's going to continue to sell and make us money every single uh, every single day um, while it's just sitting there so mike came over he's really helping me with a lot of stuff there we hired a new va so that's awesome right and if this new va is is um as badassical as i i hope he's going to be long term then uh, we're going to be in a good place um, I raised my first capital for the company, guys. The first time ever using Upfund, Upfund.io. And we have, if you go to the ampmpodcast.com uh, website and you click on the tools section, um, there's a special link in there. It's an affiliate link, okay, guys? But you get a good discount. You get 10% off of Upfund's origination fees. So you save a ton of money. And uh, it's just a deal that we negotiated. Uh, so you're going to get a better deal going through that link than if you go directly. But guys, I, I raised $56,000 through them in two weeks. And I used that to fund a really big order that, you know, it's going to help boost my December earnings. So that's one of the reasons why I'm confident that I can hit a quarter million dollars in December, right? Because I'm using other people's money to fund all the inventory to make all these sales. So it's awesome. If you haven't uh, checked out Upfund, definitely do so and get that, uh, go through our link if you don't mind, and um, you know, save some money. Beyond that, we've got um, a prototype for one of our main brands. I'm about 80% done on that. That's uh, new, new stuff I've really not gotten into too much, you know, when it comes to tooling and doing all kinds of prototyping. So I'll have more on that uh, probably the beginning of next year. I can talk about it a little bit more. Um, I also made my artists um, available to everybody. So these are the guys that were doing all the merch stuff, all the t-shirts, um, all the packaging designs, all that stuff. You can email them if you guys want. It's merch at merchartists.com. So I'll spell that out real quick. M-E-R-C-H, merch at merchartists.com. So it's M-E-R-C-H-A-R-T-I-S-T-S.com. So you can replay that if you'd like. Um, you can also go to merchartists.com and then use the uh, the contact form there. Very reasonable rates. The, the guys there, they do all my graphic stuff when it comes to 
any of the designs and also some packaging designs, things like that. Uh, super, super good guys. Uh, you'll be talking to Dan over there. And uh, yeah, you, I know a good number of you are already using them. I posted this on the, the merch group, which is another thing. We started a, a new merch group on Facebook. It's called Merch Elite. It's got over, I think it's about 1,400 members in it right now. So uh, go check that out. Go to Facebook, type Merch Elite and uh, join. And of course, if you are not part of our main group, right, our FBA High Rollers group, go in there. We're getting close to 14,000 members in there, okay? Um, so go, again, go to Facebook type in FBA High Rollers and you'll see us or you can access that through our ampmpodcast.com website. Just click on the Facebook link and that will take you there. Other big news was the release of our Brandgate checker tool over at Helium 10 and thousands of you have already used the tool. I want to say congratulations. It shows that you guys are serious. Uh, for those of you that don't know what brand gating is, it is not the same thing as brand registry. Brand gating means you can lock up your brand so that nobody else can sell on your listing, right? So that's cool. Um, and the Brandgate checker tool will basically go in and see if your brand has been auto-gated by Amazon because they're doing this with a number of brands. Some of you were pleasantly surprised to see that it had happened to you. And if you're not it'll tell you it'll also tell you if you are and what uh, what level of brand gating you have because there's different levels but the cool thing is if you're not you can still get it uh, you'll have to use a uh, you know an expert somebody that does this and uh, i use private label attorney susie hickson for getting my brand gating done on the ones that are not already gated but before you do any of that just go check it out on helium 10 it's a free tool we made it free for now okay so you can go check it out sign up as, as a free member if you're not already a member there um, lots of value there guys so go run this on your various brands your various asins and see where you're at that's the first step I hired Susie Hickson to handle uh, the brand gating on two of my brands and also trademarking a couple uh, of those brands as well. Now, Susie isn't cheap, but she's honestly, she's the best that I've talked to. So if you want to hire somebody, I uh, can't recommend her enough. The cool thing about Susie, by the way, is that she doesn't charge people if she doesn't get you branded or get your get you brand gated for your brands. Um, I mentioned this in a previous podcast, how I lost about $36,000 in sales uh, just from hijackers taking my buy box over the course of the year. Okay, 36 grand. It was like 3% of the time uh, my buy box was hijacked. So 3% of, of my uh, over million dollars worth of earnings comes out to around 36,000. It's gonna it's gonna vary depending on how you do the math. But um, anyways, yeah, if, if I had brain gating, none of that would have happened. So we talked to Susie and we, uh, we did a collaboration. We set up a website. Uh, brandgating.com so you guys can go over there and uh, if you sign up through that particular website to use her services to get your brands actually gated okay you're gonna get about uh, a little over a thousand dollars in bonuses you're gonna get VIP priority and you'll get a huge discount on her normal uh, $1,500 fee and that's per brand that she does for you remember you guys don't pay anything if she doesn't get you brand gated so um, it's really cool check it out like I said I'm, I'm having her do do my things as well um, what else can I talk about? I'm gonna. I know this is getting long, so I'm gonna end this uh, probably with just a couple more things. One of my products, um, one of my top ten keywords was not ranking, right? And it wasn't even indexed. I ran it through uh, the 5K Checker, and it used to be ranking or it used to be indexed, but it wasn't anymore. And this keyword, guys, it's it's like I said, it's one of my main keywords, and it was in my bullet points, or it is in my bullet points. So. I, uh, I ran all of my bullet points through the 5K Checker tool. Okay, this is one of our, our main tools in Helium 10. And holy crap, 
<laughs> it wasn't indexed. So um, even though it was in my bullet points and it was in there more than once, and it was also in my description, it just wasn't indexing. So this was a pretty common word for the product. So I was like, man, I don't understand why it's not being indexed. So I added it to the backend search terms. Um, I waited a little bit, right? Waited about 30 minutes, came back to it. Then I ran the keyword again through 5K Checker and voila, I am now again indexing for that particular keyword. So the moral of the story here is guys, make sure you're keeping up with this. You guys are checking your listings at least every single month. Okay, at least every single month. Hire a VA if you have to, to do it on a weekly basis, whatever you need to do. But run all of your backend keywords uh, through 5K Checker. And also, super important, this is how I figured this out, to run all your front end keywords through 5K Checker, right? Your front end keywords being your title, your bullets, your descriptions, that kind of stuff. So uh, run it all through 5K Checker and see what you're not indexing for. Because honestly, this one keyword, that I wasn't indexing for that and I didn't I didn't realize for a little bit, it probably cost me $1,000 per month on sales that I lost. So, you know, for the cost of, of a Helium 10 account, right, 97 bucks a month, it's nothing, it's a no-brainer. So definitely, definitely check your keywords on a regular basis, front-end and back-end. So that's it, guys. That, yeah, those are my earnings. Uh, one year, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to see where December is going to lead. You know, I hit $168,519 in November, and I think I'm going to, I hope that I, I crush through that uh, that number before I even hit Christmas, like December 20, Christmas Eve, December 24th. If I'm not past that, I'll be, I'll be shocked, honestly. So guys, keep crushing it, right? Use services and tools out there that save you time, and increase your earnings and i will catch you in the next episode you've been listening to the am pm podcast hosted by manny coates for more information insider, insider tools, tools and to get the resources mentioned in this episode visit ampmpodcast.com